do it quickly. Cool. We we are live in the building, right? And let me go ahead and we're gonna get some people up in here momentarily. But yep, they're coming in one by one, and I'm gonna share this link for the people. First link I'm gonna share is to a book. But let me go ahead without further ado. Peace, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Masterminds with Brother Shemel. I'm your host, Brother Shemel, and I have with me a special guest who's back for a second time around. Um, here they drop some heavy jewels for the people. Um, I'm just going to go ahead with the introduction as the people come in. Just laying it out. This brother here, he is an author of a host of books. Uh, we're going to get into his books. One of the um, books, you can see the link in the chat. Uh, also got in the description. This brother is the president and CEO of Worthy for Success Incorporated. He is a licensed, long-time licensed mental health counselor. Um, he is, I mean, so many things. This brother has constructed what is known as the sacred mindset system. And we're going to get in exactly into that. Um, and on top of all that, he's a, not only a friend of mine, he's not just a friend, he's my brother. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you, reintroduce to you the Supreme Grand Imperial. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce to you the one and only my brother, your brother, Khalif Iberi. Khalif, man, good to have yeah. you back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be seen. Good to be heard. Um, I appreciate, you know, uh, the introduction. Um, you know, and within that, you know, uh, Worthy for Success is the movement that is a business. Um, and it's what sparked the Ibede Consulting Hope for Human Optimal Performance for Empowerment, LLC. And so, as I mentioned, this is a movement, but it has to be registered as a business. And uh, this is what I've dedicated my life, my journey, uh, my travels, uh, my challenges, um, all of this is what I live for. The reason why I wake up in the morning is to do this. The reason why I go to sleep is to get the rest in order to do this. So everything is inside of my call to fight for my wellness and my thriving, which is for other people. Um, and so with that, let me first, cause you're gonna hear the word hope a lot. Um, and I don't want it to be confused, even though it's purposeful, I don't want it to be confused with optimism when you hear the word hope. Uh, although active optimism is what's gonna be promoted, but hope is an acronym. Um, and this sacred mindset system which has been an expansion, development, and growth out of Worthy for Success, um, came out of my own trauma. 
and we'll speak on that later. However, I want you to understand what hope um, is as an acronym. It's human optimal performance for empowerment. Human optimal performance for empowerment. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and, good brother, if you don't mind, I'm just going to get some things out there, you know, so people have some background. Yes, sir. Um, And so the human aspect is going to deal with the message, the expression, the message expression uh, for living your wealth. And you may first of all ask, well, you know, what is that? What is living your wealth? You got to realize that we're plugged in to the ocean of consciousness. We are an aspect of existence. Um, and we're born with certain inherited gifts. And that goes into our intellect, our ability to experience emotions, physicality, uh, uh, decision-making, and a host of other things that are our actual wealth. Um, And we'll speak on how that ties into the sacred mindset, how that ties into the life that we live. Um, But then the O or the optimal aspect is gonna deal with the forces of right guidance. And so when we look at the forces of right guidance, in essence, what we're dealing with is the hope knowledge, right? Which is the knowledge that's necessary to inform uh, the path, the journey, uh, the way that you handle your emotions, the way that you manage yourself, the way that you rule yourself. Um, And then it also deals with you know, what I call hope wisdom or that decisive power, the way that you arrive at a decision, the way that you uh, utilize reasoning in order to stay on your path, develop on your path, um, build relationships on that path. Um, And then the other aspect inside of those forces would be your radiant power or that hope comprehension. And that comprehension deals with do you understand what your journey is how to travel upon that journey how to deal with your personal obstacles um how to live the way that you say you want to be and so inside of that you have to comprehend what is necessary that you need from the informative power you have to look at what's going to guide the decisive aspect the decisive power and then that comes into play and how you put it all together. Um, and we'll get into that in terms of how you build that unity of being. Um, and so the P in terms of performance, now that's gonna deal with the quality that's needed for enhanced performance. Everything that we do in life is based upon our performance. And we'll get into that as well. But when we talk about that quality, you have to be in order. You have to have discipline. You have to have self-regulation when you get challenged. Self-regulation is gonna be when your personal obstacles, the, the, the emotions, your personal challenges, how you regulate yourself to stay on your discipline, that which you are self-obedient to. Um, and questions we'll talk about that i'm just giving an overview of you know how we get into that hope and you're going to hear it a lot and then the e aspect or that 
that empowerment for empowerment that's going to deal with your spirituality for your personal salvation and your self-liberation in practice and so when we start to look at that part of you we have to look at your creative force of will the way that you will to be who and what you want to be and how you build your potential inside of that ties into your mindset and how you sculpt it because your, your mindset is actually your potential um and i'll get more into that and then in terms of your self-liberation we're looking at how you use your mental experience the way that you've uh learned your life the way that you've learned to respond to different things in life um you have to liberate yourself from self-sabotage self-defeating behaviors things which we've learned prior to the point that we understood what introspection was prior to us understanding or being able to truly reason um these things become segmented by the time you're seven years of age um and so we have to look at how we liberate ourselves from these and how we also liberate our supreme self-identity our supreme self healing identity to allow that to flow and shine and then it becomes how do we set up a lifestyle in order for this to be our normal level of consciousness so when we talk when you're going to hear me talk about hope this is all that's tied into it so when we get into that message expression we're dealing with your mindset um what you need to do and to get that together we're going to look at how you get your mental experience and put all of these different elements your past history psychological history all of these things come back to your now because of our memory so we got to look at how we build our hope memory right so that what's remembered will be from our experience and so a lot of people aren't building experiences they need in order to activate their brain to work on their behalf so all of this is going to tie into that sacred mindset system which builds your brain to be the template that's allowing those energies that flow through us to be a part of your daily life so that you can have that radiant power um and so there's so much more that can tap into that but as i was just talking to brother shim about i just came out of a counseling session video conferencing um prior to this and then one of the things that's the theme that i realized that i wanted to bring off in the beginning is how do you want to feel about your life and how do you want to feel in your life that's what this is all really going to stem about because a lot of people get caught up in their cognitive or their thinking aspect because that's simple but we're living through and managing attempting to manage our emotions even the emotions that we're trying to avoid and suppress and that creates the problems that creates our personal obstacles but how do you want to feel what is it that you want out of your life and so inside of that and i'll briefly get into this brother um what the success support group is or that hope success support group um and so this membership that took years to 
in the making that was born out of my own personal trauma. Um, and, you know, from my earlier career, I was doing mental health counseling for addictions. And there's so many things for people who are, are, are working with addictions. And I always wonder, well, why aren't there things for those who are high functioning, um, who just have to deal with the daily struggles of life? Um, where's the support group for them? Where's the people who just need to learn how to better use themselves? Um, because that matters. And so this success support group matters for several re reasons. One would be that uh, the success uh, group membership is for those whose wellness matters to them. And they want to get on track in order for them to get their wellness, in order for them to have the career that they want, in order for them to allow their spirituality to flow, get that spiritual well-being. Um, it matters. And then it also matters for those whose relationships matter and need to get on track to creating boundaries, healthy engagement, and assertive behavior in order for them to establish mutually beneficial relationships. And so uh, this membership also matters, and it matters for those whose relationships need to be better because our lives wind up, the quality of our lives, we wind up looking at those relationships that we've built, you know, from spouses, to girlfriends, boyfriends, to the way we engage our family, the way we build new families. All of these things matter and add value and meaning to our lives. And so it also is going to matter for those who want to get on track to establish a mindset that's going to drive that success. It's going to drive wellness. It's going to drive peace of mind as an experience. And so there's so much that I've learned along my travels, the people I speak with, and it's always come back to that getting on track. Think about it in your own lives. How many people are working to get on track, to get back on track, trying to return to some earlier state? Or they're trying to get on track because they've always been off track and they're tired of feeling what that is like. Um, so good brother, I just wanted to kind of lay some of that out um but now i'm open and willing for whatever absolutely absolutely brother good stuff good you just laid out you you answered several questions already so I, you made my work easy but i want to say um in light of what you were speaking about with the um hope pilgrim journey um just to let the people know you had sent me um, a link to that document of the book that you, you finished. Right. And I want to read a section from it. It says, you are the solution and you are the problem. Learn to focus oh. on your quest and journey through life. Life is sacred. Your time is sacred. Act like you know this and stop taking life, time, and your relationships for granted. And I thought that was so powerful. I know that in the your author's note, and you alluded to it earlier when you were speaking about a loss that you had suffered yeah. in um, in your family and how that served as a, um, a catalyst in you doing this work and particularly with the whole pilgrim journey. So can you speak on that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and this is the first year. It's been six years. This is the first year that I've been able to speak about it without being overly emotional. Um, and to anyone who's lost a child before, uh, and I've had guilt based upon it. And so it was also me dealing with those pieces. Um, and then <laughs> on top of experiencing that trauma, being a psychologist, uh, mental health expert, um, a performance expert, I was able to self-sabotage at such a high level. I was able to put myself in such a funk, but the loss of my child allowed me to experience falling out of love with myself and life. After being passionate about, you know, like since I was 16, I've been on this journey to serve people. And in our conversations, you'll hear me say that I'm a people pleaser, you know, and a lot of times people take that as a negative uh, terminology. But in essence, what happens is we haven't learned how to examine, evaluate, and build relationships that allows us to determine who we give ourselves to. And so that goes back to you are the solution and you are the problem because we teach people how to deal with us. And we have taught people to treat us in a way that we feel like we can't open ourselves to others. And so when I experienced, you know, in August of 2016, uh, I mean, a soul jarring, I mean, it was emotionally destroying I mean, it was the worst moments of my life that I could have never comprehended. And I do this for a living. And I've sat with people who've been through loss and everything else. And I've had to truly acknowledge that I really didn't get the grip or the grasp of the depth of it. And so for a, a large period of time, all I was doing was going through the motion. I wasn't writing. I was, you know, still seeing clients, getting myself in a mindset to deal with that. But outside of that, keeping face with family, um, because I'm the guy that's supposed to have it controlled, under wraps, can handle it. Um, but I created a video journal during that time because I had to have that outlet. And so part of this process of getting to the sacred mindset system was starting to, like I said, fall out of love with self. And then as I started to get back um, in tune, which came from a dream, um, I was, you know, five plus months in a, a, a serious funk, um, which went on for about a year. But I wound up having a dream you know, that I envisioned my son talking to me, which, you know, in hindsight, it was my mind screaming for me to do better. But it was a dream and my son telling me to live. And for me, it was profound and it took me time to deal with it, to process it. Because like I said, I was self-sabotaging at a very high level. Um, and so starting on that process, and like I said, time went on, but I started to look at what life truly entailed. What is it that I was a part of? 
And so a book I wrote about Know Your Essence. And, and I don't write books to be an author. I write a book because in order for me to help my clients, um, I have to produce the material that allows them to create the questions that's going to get them the answers that they need. Because my mentor taught me that the question is more important than the answer. So I wrote for my clients in order for them to read and be able to look at their own situations and be able to ask the questions that's going to allow them to get all of the study, all of the experience, all of the things that I've been through and, and, and from research, sitting with clients, helping people uh, for over 12 years, in order for them to ask the question and get what they need for me to please and serve them, um, I wrote books. But Know Your Essence also was one of the pieces that came out of this. Um, and I realized as I started to come out, there were 19 themes as I went back in hindsight. In the middle of this, I, none of this was apparent to me. And so inside of these themes of me attempting to come out, recognizing my essence, um, I started to see the bigger picture. Um, and, I, and, and I started to look at what was sacred. And so inside of that, it started to unravel to me about the mindset, about the sacredness of our connection, our link, that each human being, like our, our body, each cell, we got billions of cells in our body. And each of those cells is their own entity. <laughs> and we use the word my and mine, but the only thing that I actually have control of to a certain extent would be my mind. But over 99% of me is out of my control. And so the same way that that cell has its own life you know, expectancy, it has DNA, it reproduces, another one comes in, ties into our matrix or, the, or, or what our bodies you know, uh, are formed around. And I'm looking into all of these things and I start to look at the fact that just my existence alone is but one cell inside of billions of planets and universes and galaxies and in this mighty piece. But the one thing that allowed me to start re-examining the damage that I was doing to myself and all of these cells that I inherited in order for me to go through this journey in life, I recognized that my 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 loss was profound but the loss of my wellness and my responsibility to all of my ancestors because there were there's millions of ancestors and mindsets that allow me to be me so from if you keep tracking back from my parents to their parents and all the way back to the first form that we refer to as being human is what our DNA extends from. But each of these represents a person, a living entity, a mindset that was imprinted on us. And for me to imprint on myself and to have children and so on and so forth, it connects us with everything, this interdependent reality. But in my trauma, 
I became an individual. I became submerged in my pain. I became submerged in what I feel. I became submerged in my guilt. I became submerged in all of that, that the purpose of my existence no longer mattered. And that was also a loss. And I realized that I wasn't honoring my child in that. And at the same time, I wasn't honoring my ancestor. And so that connection, that link throughout eternity, each of us are walking as a symbol and a realistic aspect of millions of, of mindsets. And we have access to all of it. So imagine, we might not have the technology right now, but imagine that I can take one cell of your DNA and read your lineage 50,000 years back. I can read where you came from, where you were, based on how the alleles were, they don't change for thousands of years and woo, woo, woo. I can, I can do all of that and determine certain things. Now imagine your brain, because everything we use as our mind is physically imprinted in our brain as a pathway, neural pathways. That leads to our habits and uh, the way we use our consciousness and the way we use our thoughts and how our thoughts are formed, all of these things. And so when you look at the fact that if I can take a slice of my brain and I had the technology and tools to look at, examine every thought that went back to all of those that came before me, that will go into allowing me to decode every thought that I've ever had and look at it the same way that you can do a printout on your computer. And then I have to sit there and say, man, what? is this going to say about me? Because all of this exists. All of us are a part of the source of it all. All of it goes, all of us are going back to it. I like to say that the all or the source of existence and, and whatever terminology we want to use is a narcissist. Not in the sense that we use it on humans, but everything comes from it. Everything goes to it. Everything serves it. And in ourselves, without paying attention or recognizing it, we'll see it in each person. We have prey, predators, uh, everything that, you, that we are able to acknowledge is around us. And so when I start looking at that sacred mindset, you start to look at what is the healthy functioning? What are the heights of this creation? Energy is purposeful. So we are a form of energy. So it's purposeful. So if we were to exist, it reasons that we didn't exist to not exist. And I say that to say that if we are here to exist, our environment and everything else gives us support to thrive. Now, there may be other animals around us that may be better equipped to eat us. So we have to keep developing self-defense strategies in order to not be eaten. Now that is looking at an original environment. But as we continue to move, don't forget, once again, humans are also prey to other humans. And so once again, my trauma, I was damaging myself. I was damaging my link and access to the source of it all. I was damaging the journey of all of my ancestors 
to me. So I started looking at that sacred mindset. I started to come out of that funk. I had to start looking from a universal self-importance. And when I say a universal self-importance, I'm looking at who am I outside of what I've learned to identify as. They have given us names, they give us titles, they give us ideas of importance. Dr. Ibede, you went through and you, you, you did the PhD work, but I didn't do it for their degree. I did it for my degree of learning. And that was the only place that I can get a structured, organized uh, program to get me to the level that I needed to get to in order to do the things that I wanted to do for other people. That's my call to fight. So going through this trauma and this sacred mindset system that's been built out to deal with human beings at all levels goes right back to me recognizing that how do I get to the heights of myself that was written into my DNA? It's written into my ability to utilize my brain is written into my ability to tap into what is the creation or the creator of this whole process. And so putting all of that into a package and looking at how I went from self-sabotaging to looking at how do I maximize my abilities to reach the heights of my existence? Because I've accepted this fact that energy being purposeful, my purpose is to reach the heights of my creation. And so what I know it to be is what we use the term human. And it's humans who create all the other terms. But if we keep looking at it as from the eye of, and I say above only because of how we use language, um, but we look at it from above, then look down. So I'm not using someone's terminology for dogma. So the hope pilgrim journey or becoming a help hope pilgrim isn't about dogma. It's just words that are describing and highlighting how to use yourself, how to build that platform to get to your state of success. And so my trauma brought me to that point of being out of love. But that same trauma brought me to the point of tapping into the universal love. And so I still deal with daily my guilt of my son not being here and him not being able to leave his impression on this planet. But he left his impression up until the day of his transition physically. And so we can get into all of the philosophical stuff that goes into that, but I'm a performance expert. I only deal with things in a way that it can deal with performance, not just our ideas. So knowledge is good inside of a program of performing. I don't learn information for the sake of the information. Because in the most basic sense, our journey is we have to eat, we have to drink, because if you fall short on either one of those things, your lifeline ends relatively quick. You know, within months, you can be dead, leaving off the basics. And we live in an environment of consumption. In order to thrive, 
in order to live in this realm, you have to consume something. Energy needs energy. And so when we start looking at my trauma, I was consuming my own well-being, right? I was consuming those aspects of my mind. I was creating problems, but our mind isn't alive. So the, the, the negative aspects of me misusing my existence was felt inside of my physical self because that starts to work against my immune system. I'm dumping cortisol and all these other things into my bloodstream, which is impacting my body, it's impacting my temple. But the mind in and of itself is working through all of these living things, but your mind is not alive. So what does that bring us? The sacred mindset system. And you are the problem and you are the solution. So my problem was the way that I was translating my loss. My problem was the way that I was managing my loss. It wasn't healthy grieving. It was me dealing with the negative emotions that I had. It wasn't me dealing with the healthy response to a loss. I want to make sure that that is clear. But as a performance expert, I know that you can experience loss and at the same time do well, but you have to make sure you give that loss its due time so that that energy can flow through you. We are interdependent beings. And in order for our system to work, we need harmony for, you know, the blood, all these different stuff we get in the balance. There's a whole lot of things we can get into. Um, and as I told you, brother, you know, I, I, I can get long winded, um, but I like to make sure that it, it's completely understood what I'm sharing. And so going right back to the quest and the question, I had to ask myself questions and the heart of questions is the word quest. And so I started looking at the quest once again, that got to me being me genetically leading all the way up to me, all of the living entities that I am in the same path with that came to me. And a lot of times we don't think about it as such. And so we start looking at that sacred mindset. We have the ability to access that which made physical things physical. So an atom doesn't contemplate itself. We are the atom that has the ability to contemplate the atom. So I don't want that to sound spooky, but the reality is that the way that we set our lives up, if we begin it with what is it that I'm doing with my life? How am I doing my life? I got to think about those things because if I don't, I can get caught up in the daily process marketing, everything else is looking to consume your energy, consume your attention so that you put your attention, your focus into them. And so that becomes a problem. So the Hope Success Support Group, its undertones are gonna deal with the restrictions. A lot of times we don't recognize that it's restrictions that are guiding the things that we're doing. 
And so one of the undertones, like I said, is our restrictions. So with restrictions, if I'm going to be in order, I'm restricted to things that are, out of, I, I can't do the things that are out of order. If I'm going to be in success, success is a limitation. I must do the activities that are for success. If I do the activities outside of it, I'm doing that which is against my own success. So I become the problem. Even if I'm feeding into um, low self-esteem or I'm trying to people please in a negative way to people who really don't care about the outcomes in my life. And then trust. Trust is another undertone of, the, of your hope success, of living the life that you wanna live. Because sometimes we just give our trust anywhere. And so we gotta look at where we're placing that trust. We gotta look at how we're looking at achievement. And so even in my trauma, I stopped looking at achievement in the process that I was on. I got off my journey. Um, and then even with the trust, I didn't trust my journey. I didn't trust the tools that I put together. This was overpowering. This was the greatest force I had ever experienced. And then I got to look at fulfillment. I stopped dealing with fulfillment. And then confirmation. I was no longer confirming that I was on the right path. I was no longer confirming that I was living the way to success, wellness, and peace of mind. My commitment that has been to live uh, you know, my purpose, fulfill my purpose. I wasn't doing it. And this becomes the power of trauma, right? And then demands. I wasn't meeting my, da my daily demands in order for me to still be this pilgrim on this journey within success, within peace of mind, and within healthy relationships in my life. I was, I was pretty much absent. And then guidance. I wasn't utilizing the guidance that I've been taught since I was 16, that I've accepted, that I bore witness to, that I've accepted as fact. And then mastery. I was no longer mastering my ability to serve others, to serve that deity inside themselves, that divinity inside themselves in order to live the life that is going to be meaningful, purposeful, and extraordinary for them. I was just going through the motions. I was mastering my pain and serving my pain. And so there's a lot of times that we're not looking at that. So that became that quest. And so I had to revamp it and realize that there are people who might not be going through trauma as profound as such, but to them, it's still profound. And so I had to come up with a program because counseling and coaching um, dealing with people through a psychological process, uh, it took time and it wasn't complete. It wasn't whole in the sense that what people needed. Most people just needed a better self-use strategy. They needed self-use transformation. And so it was helping them build out that quest. And I had to put it in a package because, you know, coaching and counseling can be very expensive. I had to put it into a package that most people would be able to utilize on their own with the with the with the with the activities with the feedback and they can take care of it and then for those who needed a little bit more they're the next level where they get more hands-on from myself but inside of this there was still a weekly question and answer seminar and question for 
my clients as I was getting ready to put this out on a larger scale. And then there's smaller groups. But looking at the undertones and what I went through, you know, it came to that point that you are the solution and you are the problem. I didn't get the support that I needed. And that was me not making a solution. That was me supporting my problem and allowing my personal obstacles to be in the way. So I'm not sure if that answers. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, definitely answers it. And um, I th thank you for sharing. You know, I, yeah. I definitely appreciate it because that is so personal. Um, you mentioned earlier in reference to the loss Oh, before you go on that, brother, let me let me share though yep. one quick thing on that. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people who weren't there when I went through the hardest time of my life. People know how I am with my children. Um, and you were one of a few who actually was there. So I'm gonna stop on that because this is gonna get me to get me emotional. So <laughs> but yo, I appreciated that. Yeah. You know, full effect. Um, and in that point, you know, uh, my brother Jay Davis. You know, and his family, you know, they were there full time. And I, you know, I definitely want to give that shout out as well. I just don't want that to absolutely go out. But go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely, brother. Um, that's what we're for. You know what I'm saying? That's the village of success, as you as you well put it. I want to um, speak to that because we as men, and I know that this is not to disregard the grief and the pain that a woman feels. Right. But I want to speak to us as brothers, something that we go with is unique with our processing of pain, of right. loss. Um, Cause when I heard you, I was reflecting when I lost my father in 2015 and I seen him take his last breath. There's right. a certain aspect where we, I, I guess is culturally ingrained in us where right. we don't give time to properly grieve or process the pain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you said something earlier, you said something to the effect of, well, I gotta be, you know, I had to hold it down. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's something I think a lot of men go through. Like we, we feel like, okay, you're a man, you gotta man up. This is what happens. Yo, you gotta hold it together. You can't be suffering silence suffering silence absolutely which leads to um self-medication in the forms of alcohol you know all sorts of drugs um lashing out getting violent all it it, it takes many different turns so right. that being said what message would you give to the brothers out there who have suffered loss or or may suffer loss in the future like what is the wrapping it all up what would be your message of the first step to do when you when you come across that loss well this is this is the big picture in all of this is that we have to develop our effective personal guidance system we have to be in order. We have to have discipline. We have to have self-regulation, right? We got to have our mindset in order. We got to have our mental experiences 
put together in a, in a process that allows us to thrive. Um, we have to be able to have self-governance principles that allows us to recognize when we start to step out of order. And inside of that self-governance, we have to have a term that I, I use called weology. Who falls in your we? So when these things are happening, a lot of people don't have that village of success, that weology, that group of people who I can honestly share of myself, as myself, for myself when I'm in pain. I'm sharing for me. I'm very selfish at this moment. You have to have people inside of that weology. And so I'm saying that our process has to be taught going all the way back to our education. And so we're not receiving impactful education. We're, we're being educated. So the information that I say is we have to start doing the work now because we only live in now. And the problem is that we are living random lives. What do I need to do today? How can I succeed right now? How can I get this money for next week? How can I, we're constantly living in this transactional world wanting to have a transcendent, right, experience. And so the information that I will share with the brothers goes right back to hope, right? How do I exist a life that results in peace of mind, success and fulfillment and recognizing that I'm using success in the term of a progressive realization of healthy stability, healthy emotional security and joy enjoy being abundant and at some other point or ask the question we can get into that as well and so we don't have our self-defense principles intact we don't have our martial art intact for our mind for our emotions for the things that's going to determine our overall health so we're looking at telling the fellas that we've learned to deal with it in this way and that we don't have to, even if there's certain brotherhoods where you have the ability to allow yourself to be yourself. So I would say that the work starts now. The work has to be that I have to identify what my purpose is. Then I have to build a mindset, right? This is your potential. I have to build my potential. So to build my potential, to be well later, I have to identify what mindset I need to have, which is going to start to look at the attitude that I need to have. It's going to help me create the direction that I'm gonna to need to live. So the potential is putting together and outlining, and I take you through, like I said, I'm a performance expert. So inside of the success support group, inside of all of the things that I provide for clients, I take you to the experience of this so that you go through and recognize your unique entity from your DNA all the way up into you and how you learn to live the life that you live in order to succeed. And sometimes the way we've learned to succeed is for our own detriment, right? And so I would get them to get that first and then to look at the 
and inside of that builds their self-concept because you have to get your self-concept or the way that is going to be the foundation of you. And that's outlining your potential. And then you start to work on that potential inside of that mental experience. What is your past psychological history and how does that impact you? The relationships you had, the way that your caregivers were, all of these things are your story. So you have to build your hope story, your human optimal performance for empowerment story. You may have to reframe the experiences that you've had, right? So I'm, what I'm giving you is the fact you have to build a strong being in order to deal with strong trauma, in order to deal because like a body in motion is going to remain in motion until acted upon by an equal or opposite force. That trauma, when I wasn't prepared for a trauma that big, and I've been preparing myself, but that trauma changed my whole flow. It changed the flow of the body that was in motion. That was my being, that was my temple. But that learning that I had to go through is gonna empower everyone else. And it's gonna provide me with the tools not to go through that same thing. And so you build that mental experience. You have to get that self-obedience to that which keeps you well, that which keeps you in a state of success, that which keeps you thriving in a peace of mind or working in a state of peace of mind doesn't mean that you're not gonna have moments when you're struggling, but you have the tools to get through that struggle, just like you're in a fight, right? It's literally what it is. And then that self-governance aspect, you have to build these principles. What am I committed to? And how do I demonstrate through my behavior that I'm committed to what I say success is in my life, to fulfilling my purpose? What priorities do I have established that support it, that deals with my rules of engagement that I learned by age seven, that I might've learned don't trust people because of the people that I grew up around. And I'm seven years of age by the time this is segmented that I never went back and looked at it. And I might have to learn how to reframe it under new priorities so that instead of saying don't trust people, I say don't trust people who haven't demonstrated that I matter to them. So I may reframe it and now I approach the relationship differently. So what I would say to those who are gonna go through trauma, men specifically, and black men or men who have come from, uh, you know, uh, how we say, been subjected to legal dehumanization, been subjected to legal abuse and so on and so forth, are gonna have a different process because they've been taught through socialization how to be at a certain way of what's been defined as a man. So this process is going to get at all of that so that you have the confidence to be yourself, your healing authentic self, and have the courage to correct the mistakes that are gonna take you off your path, no matter who's watching. Because at the end of the day, we are all submerged inside of the source and we're gonna to return to that source. And whatever you do to yourself, you are literally doing to yourself. So attempting to impress another while you are experiencing bad health, because all of that stuff have ramifications. And if I'm thinking that there's restrictions to being well, then I start to build a negative relationship with it. And so I would say to those brothers, now that what you have to do is identify and activate your power of purpose and align your life 
with it, master it. And that's what inside of the success support group, we take you through from, from day one, how to put together a strategic process for your life enterprise. Because your life is a, a project from birth to death and everything in between. Because whatever is keeping you from being well had an inception. It had a point of, of being born inside of you in that inception. And then you started to live a life that made it conception or a concept that you started to live by and you became obedient to it. But then you also became productive or gave birth to it in the world in how you engaged other people, how you allow other people to engage you became that process. So now we have to reframe what power is. We have to reframe what strength is and then get that informative power flowing through us. So I'm going to wrap it in there if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because as I said, we've, we've been taught to suffer in silence right. um, because we've allowed others to define our manhood, mm -hmm. right? Instead of looking at that sacred mindset that I am connected to every being that's going this journey all the way back to the beginning of my DNA and this lineage that I am accepting something outside of this to define manhood for me. I need to identify what my life enterprise journey is, what that project looks like. What am I attempting to fulfill through my thinking, through my pattern of thinking, through my pattern of emotions, my pattern of behaving? What is it that I'm attempting to fulfill? And let that start in a, in a general sense, identify how everything else matters. Because you are the solution and you are the problem. Absolutely. That's, that's it right there. You are the solution and the problem. Like <laughs> question and the answer, you know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> and, and it's really like that, you know, that, that speaks volumes. Um, just want to take time to acknowledge the people in the chat. Um, brother Roz Bay Sheik says, peace, 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 brother. And we got Tim uh, Manolo L says, Salam, happy Sabbath day. Salam, brother. Salam, brother. Yes. Salam. Um, then we got Kinky Curly Straight Talk um, saying, I just subscribed to your YouTube. Will you be putting out current videos i assume that's speaking to, you have a youtube video you have a youtube yeah channel? yeah those places yeah. that was holding some stuff waiting for this process and yeah there's gonna be a ton of videos and everything coming out um everything was getting in line um to go more national because i've been seeing clients and doing things on a smaller scale just from you know, word of mouth is how I've practiced for over 12 years and done what I did because I figured if you never heard of me, you shouldn't. <laughs> you follow. So I want to be known by my works. And there are hundreds to thousands of families and persons who I've uh, helped change their lives from people who were, you know, suicidal, uh, from youth, people who, you know, there's kids now who attempted to do, you know, commit suicide in high school who have children now. Um, 
you know, so yeah, there will be videos. And then there's a ton of videos I've already done that I haven't put up because I was waiting for the success support group for all of the information observation because I'm a scientist first and foremost. So I had to get the research back from my current clients um, that I've been doing different things with and giving them different pieces of this, making sure that what I'm putting out is going to help people get to their result. And it's only space for a certain amount of people because I am very possessive in what I share. And what I mean by that is I want to help and see the results in the people that I work with. So I don't just blast things out. I'm going to put things out until my membership closes. And then there will only be information and sharing and things that I do would be for them because I would be responsible and I would have a duty to the outcomes in their lives and to everyone that's connected to them and how they do what they do. I have to be available to answer their questions. I have to be available to provide them with the tools, the resources, the assessments on various levels so that they can thrive. Because at the end of the day, that's where it's at. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's, it's good that you, you put it like that because you want to bring in that quality, you know, over quantity. Absolutely, that's honorable, honorable. Yeah. I want to ask you um, one final question in line with your work um, the hope pilgrim journey, yes. and then we'll kind of do some um, final thoughts. So the okay. question I have is that there's a section in your work where you speak about the importance of purifying your thoughts and your motives. Yes. How do you, how does one do that? Right. So there's a process to this, right? And so inside of this. I say, right, so there's there's four points of hope, and I started with that earlier in terms of, you know, with the human aspect, you know, your message expression, um, the forces for right guidance, um, you know, through your performance, you know, quality performance for your enhanced performance, um, your empowerment, dealing with your salvation and your uh, liberation. And so, <clears throat> in essence, this comes right back to being able to say and state that by way of these four points, right, I live hope wealth, and I'll get into what that is. And then I address what I call human interruptive performance to empowerment behavior. So I have to be able to address that which gets in the way of me being able to live my hope wealth, right? And that hope wealth being that inheritance that we get from the source and we can get into that, but I have to be able to address that, that self-defeating, those personal obstacles. Um, and inside of that, I have to be, and I'm using that in the sense of what the word be means. I'm not saying that I am self-use transformation, but I have to be self-use transformation. Uh, every moment becomes a new moment. So I have to have a process that allows me to change, that allows me to convert to that which I say I'm living by. I have to be able to metamorph into what I'm saying I'm, you know, living by. I have to develop inside of it, get towards mastery inside of it. I have to be able to transmute. Like when I start to have struggles and um, dealing with challenges, I have to be able to put myself in that mindset 
that's going to allow me to be the solution. And it's practice that takes place, but I have activities, courses, and everything that's designed for the members to get at that. Um, and so that becomes your transformation in that process of transcendent. Um, and then I have to be able to recognize that I need hope energy. And so that hope energy is that willingness to do what is necessary to live your hope well. And that willingness means that I have to be compelled to do it. So it has to tie into my interest. It has to tie into who and what I am and how I see myself. And it has to tap into my motivation, that motive, that movement. And so your performance is about moving. Nobody stands in the same space. Everybody's feeling in a certain way in order to move to another place or how they move inside of their pilgrimage or, or whatever their village of success is, their area, their neighborhood, their work, all of these different things. They're looking to move in order to fulfill something. It's knowing exactly what that is. So you're living that hope well. And so getting that hope energy under that, what you put your focus on, how you make your choices, um, how you resolve situations are all part of that energy, right? And then it has to be into a process. So part of how I came out of my trauma was recognizing that hope, mindful awareness. And so uh, the hope, mindful awareness is what must I take in in order to live my hope journey? What must I assimilate? How must I be able to make this a part of me in order to be an expression of what I say uh, living my hope wealth is and fulfilling my purpose is? I have to look at what am I producing or how am I disseminating that which I'm bringing inside of me, that which I am selectively choosing to make a part of myself, which falls under that hope knowledge, that informative power, which is going to inform the way that I make decisions. And then it's going to come into that final element, which is what do I identify as? And as I mentioned before, I identify as that hope pilgrim. Each person is going to be unique. And the hope pilgrim is just a platform that identifies you building your effective personal guidance system in order to experience wellness, experience a state of peace of mind, in order for you to experience thriving. So that's what you wind up identifying as. And it becomes, you start your journey, which is to be and get to a state of unity of being, to make sure that everything that you do is congruent or works together, it's in alignment. And so it goes from the way I live, uh, the way that I address myself and my personal obstacles and my own problems um, in order for me to continue inside of that uh, life that I chose for myself. Um, so that becomes that journey. That becomes what people come into this for and that's what they stay for is because your life is dynamic. It's constantly moving, it's constantly changing. And you're constantly being exposed to yourself differently because the moment that you claim anything, once you claim that you're on a journey of purpose fulfillment, you're gonna be tested. But we ask for that test because any obstacles we experience are greatest obstacles 
on the other side of those greatest obstacles lies or exists our greatest success. Because whatever is blocking you, so I'm trying to live my hope wealth, and then I run into my hype behavior or that interruptive uh, performance that gets in the way of my empowerment, gets, it shows up. Now, what do I do? How do I continue on this path? I have to be able to put together my self-use transformation tools. I have to be able to go back to what I converted to inside of myself into the way that I use my mindset. And so all of these things come back to what this process, this membership, uh, this commitment is about. Absolutely. That's, that's wonderful. So, yeah. yeah. So that's where that comes from. Like I said, the whole pilgrim book and then purifying your thoughts, your, your thoughts get purified inside of this because each person has learned to have a pattern of thinking, a pattern of behaving, uh, a pattern of emotions, right? Cause that's how we are. We, our, our brain looks for patterns. It makes things easy to become habit. So we're going to have to in this process, in this journey, you start to expose what was in your subconscious, you make it conscious, and then you make the decision on what you're going to be acting upon in order to turn that into your subconscious and that powerhouse. Now you're allowing your ancestors and everything else to energize you by what you put into that subconscious. And so that is where we start to purify our thoughts. We start to label those self-sabotaging behaviors, uh, self-defeating behaviors, so that we are able to endure our self-defeating behaviors in order to experience our state of success, our wellness, and our thriving. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I like that. I like that. And definitely, um, like we say in more science, purity paves the way for love. And That's right. Just the shameless plug. I got my love, truth, right, 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 right. Shirt. You know what I'm saying? But brother, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your time, man. You drop so many jewels. Um, everybody, please support the brother. We put up the link. Um, got his book, Know Your Essence. Um, the link will also be in the description. Also, I got the link up on the chat for the Sacred Mindset System. Um, he has. Uh, now created and is open um, for for the people, for our people um, who wish to dive into that, to better themselves and develop themselves. Um, before we conclude, any um, final thoughts, my brother? Yeah, yeah. And in that, you know, people to support themselves and allow me to serve them, right? I'm going to do this regardless. You understand this this is my life's work this is my journey this is the reason why i get up in the morning this is why i go to sleep at night this is what i do this is what i will always do i am compelled to do this work i can't even stop myself from doing this um and that's once again to serve the 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 source inside of each person and to that point that a lot of people aren't as active inside of even their own religion because they have so many blocks that get into the way that they can't even get the experience that they're seeking inside of their services. And so this program is about helping you be the best 
or better you in order to serve your fulfillment. I'm not taking you to any particular place. I'm helping you to unravel and uncover you. I'm not, when I use the term hope pilgrim, like I said, it's just describing something. And so when I say I'm a hope pilgrim, that's just descriptive. But how I've identified the work I do, I am the mindscape architect and mindscape engineer, helping you get your mindscape in order and organized so that you can get the experiences, so that you can live the life that you want, so you can build the relationships, build your weology, so that all of us can be empowered. Because if everyone is in a state of peace, just imagine how things would be. And it doesn't have to be the whole world. It could be your village of success. Those people who are living and striving and struggling for the sake of their state of peace and success, not struggling for the sake of struggle, but are struggling for their sake of peace, their sake of success, working together, it changes things. Because now, as we talked about those men earlier, now the boys, the women, the children are learning from those who are expressing a different type of existence because people are on a quest and realizing that you know there's 30 people in a room there's 30 different quests but in essence they're all the same and we can talk about that another time but they're all the same but that empowerment that weology that village of success even if there's just a thousand pockets of them around the world will make a difference and that's part of my journey that's part of my vision Absolutely. That's a beautiful vision. And it's yes, it and it's is. a vision that we can all we can all support. It's a vision that we can all be a partake of because it's truly about, like you said, that weology, that that that's right. being a part of the all. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it, it, it just speaks to that. And what I love is that you you're just looking to provide tools. Exactly. Tools that one can use to build themselves to the best them. That they can be you know right um that's a beautiful thing and that that yeah. that shows um what i say a lack of um agenda a lack of an angle right. i know you, you know what i'm saying it's like right 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 so many times we have that yeah. with amongst our people and just human beings in general yeah, yeah. but but i i appreciate and, and in that, but on one point well let me finish yeah. i say this one piece now Absolutely. on that i do have an agenda my I know you agenda, do. <laughs> my agenda is to get people to allow me to help that deity inside of them. I am compelled. People know I would talk to everybody. I right. seek to help everyone. So be, being a member or having membership in this has nothing to do with whatever else you have membership in. Gotcha. This here is to help us use our minds, use our inherited gifts, because none of this is mine. This flows through me, right? I don't actually possess it, you're right? There's two Bs. There's the B in the sense of your essence, what you possess, and then there's the B in what you express, what you've learned to accept, what your awareness allows you to have. I just wanna be a part of the all because I've learned through my mentor that I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I'm just looking to be a part of the journeys that's gonna change the living for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. As the journey of all of those that make me, me, I wanna be a part of the journey that's gonna make everything better for in everyone else's family. 
That's my agenda, to help you reach your heights, your goals, to use this human vessel, this human temple at its highest level. That's it. That's it, bro. Get no better than that, brother. <laughs> Always a pleasure building with you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to yes, thank indeed. you for your time. I want to thank everybody else, all the people who um, chimed in, got into the chat, everyone who's watched this, everyone who will watch this. Um, and we'll, as I always say, we'll keep this conversation going and keep it elevating. For and sure. without further ado, uh, I want to say to you, my brother, and to everyone else out there, peace and love. Peace. Peace and love, brother.